You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Long before his throne, we belong in his courts. A while ago, I was listening to, <clears throat> I was listening to, to a prophet who was talking about um, a visitation to the, to the throne of God, saying that it's so vast, <laughs> it accommodates billions of people. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. And it's, you, you, you can't even see the end. I say, wow, that is serious. That is serious. And a man of God was talking about his, his experience when he, he was before the Father. And he was saying that he was so huge. The Father was so huge. But again, he saw the angels that are flying around. This, is it the, the seraphims that are crying, holy, holy, holy. So they look like flies in size in comparison to the size of the Father. <laughs> they look like flies. But then, he said the interesting thing is that he was with Jesus, then when one of them came and stood next to him, next to them, he couldn't believe the size. It was like Empire State Building, seven times stuck on each other. Now, think about that if they look like flies before the Father. And they are taller than all the buildings in Johannesburg. When they stand, think about the greatness of God. No wonder the Bible says, heaven is his throne and the earth his footstool. Can you imagine that? Yeah. The earth his footstool. So he sits down right there and then he puts his, his leg on the earth. But what I want to say to you is that you have a place before his throne. There is accommodation for everyone. And in eternity, we will all have, we will all be with Him. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, we will all be with Him. We will all be able to sit on His laps and talk to Him <laughs> face to face. Everybody will have that privilege I don't know about you I'm excited about that just, just the thought of it just the thought of it but this same God who is so great decided to compress himself and he's within you think about that when you worship you need to think you need to think like that <laughs> you understand what I'm saying yeah, when you worship him, don't don't use religious mindset. No, no, this this is who this is who he is. It's a consuming fire. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was Dr. Don that told us of his experience when he went there. When he was when he was summoned. <laughs> he says in the throne room, he, to quote him, he says in the throne room, he has never seen such chaos in terms of noise, celebration, everything to get everything at the same time. Blast, the trumpets are blasting. And <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's a noisy place before the Father. That's what I'm just trying to say. It's not a sanctimonious place. It's not. Because there's so much life. There's so much life that comes out of him. 
So much life comes out of him. So we as a people, as a new breed that he's raising, need to yearn for that experience. Need to yearn to be before him. Okay, we need to have a, a hunger for it. To, to be before the Father. To experience his power. To experience his, his love like never before. To experience his fire. He, you, need, you need to encounter him as a fire. As the consuming fire. You need that. There's nothing about him that is bad for you. Everything about him is good for you. That's what will give us the power to change this land. That's what, that's what will give us what we need. Listen, preaching alone cannot do it. In as much as preaching is vital. But we need to carry his fire. We need to carry... There's a degree of his love we have not yet experienced. And we need to experience that. So that when we leave his presence, if we belong in his courts, if we belong in his presence, that means that is our permanent address. Okay? His presence, his courts, his throne, that is our permanent address. Then from there we come to the earth and operate. After that, we go back for recess. How about that? Do you desire things like that? Or is it just me that is? <laughs> yeah. That is what we need. I'm telling you. We need that. So there's a breed of people that God is raising. And I want... I, I, I want you to be a part of that breed. Make up your mind and say, Lord, I want to be one of those people. One of those people that will be permanently before you. But then from your presence will go out and touch the world. Do you know that South Africa can be saved? You know that? The entire nation can be saved. It's possible. But there's a kind of power that is needed. There's a kind of glory that is needed. There is a kind of fire that is needed. Yes. And that's what we want to press in for. Hmm? So that we can now begin to assign people to different parts of the nation. You go and rule... <laughs> You go to the Eastern Cape and subdue the Eastern Cape and bring it to the Father. How about that? Yes. You go to Limpopo, make sure Limpopo bows her knees to Jesus. Yeah. Go to Cape Town, chase all those homosexual demons. Break the power of Freemasonry. Yes. And bring them before Jesus. Let them all worship God. Don't you think God likes that? What do you think his dream is? To play church? Definitely not. Definitely not. So, there are a people that God is raising who are not satisfied with the status quo. Who are saying... This won't do it for me. Who are saying, I, I want more. My life has to count in this generation. Is that what you're saying? You desire that? Or you just want it to be said, uh, leave from huh, 1972 to... 20 what? <laughs> let's say you live for 100 years, right? Let's say, let's say you live 100 years. 
from 1972. Huh? And then that's all they say about you. Okay, you got this number of degrees. You worked in this place. And you have so many. You are survived by so and so. And that's all. No, come on. It's got to be more. Yes? So, we want a situation where when they're telling your story, they'll say, oh, my goodness. When MJ came into this town, this is what happened. Yes? This is what happened. This person, they, 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 the chief of that place gave his life to Christ. When he saw the power of God, when he saw the demonstration of the power, he gave up. The chief Sangoma, yes, the chief Sangoma surrendered. And he says, I've got, I want what you've got. I can see that what I have is inferior. Don't you like that? Yeah. Yeah. There is a breed, my people, that God is raising. And I have news for you. We are part of that breed. We are part of that breed. And that's why we talk the way we talk. It's not an exclusive club. But you have to make up your mind. And to say, this is what I want to be. And I'm painting the picture for you. Because religion will never give you this picture. A people who are on fire for God. The Bible says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent will take it by force. There's a degree of violence that is required in Christianity today. It is lacking. We need it. We need it to come back. Yes. And it's not the violence of guns and uh, machetes and and whips and so on. No, 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 no. It's the violence that the enemy is experiencing. And when Satan sees us coming, he will say, "They have come again." These people that turned the world upside down are here. Is that not what they said of the early church? Yeah. They need to say things like that today. How come nobody is talking like that today? How come? Because nobody is pressing in. We're okay. Just go to church. Enjoy our lovely songs. Good melody. Worship is wonderful. Sermon is to the, you know, to point. Yeah, and then, you know, we have good fellowship. We have a bride. We eat, you know. You know, we drink coffee. We enjoy our fellowship. And that's all. Nothing more. Come on, guys. Jesus died for more than that. Jesus died for more than that. I don't know about you. I'm hungry. I'm hungry for this thing. I'm hungry. From the time the Lord spoke to me last week about this breed. I'm saying, Lord, help us to get it right. Help us to get it right. We, we want to be enlisted. We want to be part of that breed. I've told you before of um, the vision my brother had many years ago when he just got saved of how he saw us preaching and people were just being like they would preach and then disappear and appear somewhere else. Preach, disappear, appear somewhere else. And Allah said, I'm going to do this. It happened in the Bible. So it's not like, it's not like uh, some 
magic or something. No. It happened to Elijah. It happened to Philip. Isn't it? So God wants to do the same thing. But there is a breed of people who will access that power. Amen. Who will access that power. In fact, I need to even talk to him about it if he still remembers. But it stuck with me when he shared it. It's like, wow. Sure. So all this visa problem, I won't need it anymore. Huh? Yeah, I won't need the visa problem. I won't need interpretation. I'll just go to appear in China, preach, turn a whole village upside down, and then boom, back in Joburg. Back in Joburg. That's, that's amazing. God can do it. And he will do it. He will do it. If you don't believe it, you will just hear about it. But if you believe it, you can be a part of it. So that's why we need to be strong now. We need to be strong in our convictions. We need to be strong in our faith. We need to be passionate. Yeah. You, you, you can't experience that if you are lukewarm. What will carry you? It's the fire of God that carries. <laughs> That's what moves uh, rockets is fire. So in the spirit as well. Fire is a, is a mode of transportation. In the spirit. You see Elijah? God wanted to, to take Elijah. Huh? Let's turn there. Elijah. Kings. Um, Second Kings. When it was time for Elijah to go, he tried to get rid of, um, in Second Kings chapter 2, he tried to get rid of Elisha. <laughs> and I thank God for Elisha. We need people like Elisha today who will say, I will not go as long as the Lord lives. I won't leave you. <laughs> the interesting thing about this story is that there were other, there were other uh, sons of prophets who knew. By, they knew God had told them, Elijah is going. I'm going to take Elijah. They knew and they were even prophesying it. But they didn't pursue. They didn't pursue. Yes. They didn't pursue. They just continued to watch from afar. Playing it safe. Hmm? Are you going to play it safe? And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind. By a what? Well, whirlwind. God is still going to use whirlwind today. If you see in the Bible, then it's possible. They say, ah, oh, no, that time they didn't have planes, aeroplanes, so that's why he needed that. Now we have aeroplanes, we don't need that. That's what you think. A whirlwind can never crash. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay. Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Yes. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me unto Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Elisha was trying to be smart. He was trying to dispose of Elisha. Elijah was trying to dispose of Elisha. I don't want this guy to see how God is going to do this thing. But the guy says, hmm, impossible. Yes. Now look at verse 3. <laughs> now the sons of the prophet who were at Bethel came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know? That the Lord will take away your master from you today? They were accurate. 
prophetically they were on point. But they didn't have the passion to follow. So it's one thing to know. It's another thing to have the fire. The fire of passion to follow. What I'm sharing with you, many people know already. But do they have the passion to go for it? Yeah. It's going to take it. And he said, yes, I know. Keep, 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 keep silent. Hush. I know. Do you know that today God will take your master away from you? What are you going to do? What's your strategy? Hush. Huh? Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, please. For the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. <laughs> but he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. They were together. I'm following you. You see, it is hard today. Many Christians don't know how to follow to the end. It, it, you see, this is to tell you the kind of spirit that Elisha had. Elisha was not planning, okay, let me learn all the tricks of the trade. So when I've learned it, I just pull out and start my own thing. No, no, no. He said, I want to see the end of this. I want to see the end of it. And that's a problem. Many people miss. They, they will miss the ultimate. Because they've seen a little here and there. And they think they've mastered everything. The sons of the prophet, they've been trained by Elijah. Do you understand? Elijah taught them. He mentored them. He, he, is, he was the one in charge of the school of the prophets. So they knew. They had all the instruction. They had all the strategies. They had all the principles, the prophetic principles. They knew how to key in, how to hear God, how to be accurate in the spirit. They knew all of that, but there was something they were lacking. And only Elisha got it. Do you hear of any of the sons of the prophet? After that, that was the end. But Elisha, we're talking about Elisha today. You, you get my point? Yeah. So the things of the Spirit is not like the things of your career. It's very different. Very, very different, I'm telling you. Hmm? Do you know... Oh, no, we're, are we back here? Okay, let's move on. Oh, okay. Now, the sons of the prophets were at Jericho who were at Jericho rather, came to Elisha and said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? Another group of the sons of the prophets, they got it right. They picked it again. So he answered, yes, I know. Keep silent. <laughs> then Elijah said to him, stay here, please. For the Lord has sent me to Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. If you are the one, what will you do? You just have to go if they refuse to, to leave you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a friend. He, um, he's, got a, he's got a church in the, in, in the UK. He says, he got to a point, he's calling his, his sons in the ministry. He says, you guys, okay, you've been with me long enough. Go, go, go and start something. Go. And they're all refusing. They say, no, we're not going. He said, go, go. They refuse. I said to him, those guys, they know something. Elijah was trying to get rid of Elisha. Go. You are now matured. You have mastered the prophetic. Go now. No way. 
He refused. Yeah? And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance while the two of them stood by Jordan. Huh? So you see, Elijah had trained many people. He had trained many people and imparted the prophetic gift and taught them. And these guys were sharp in the spirit. They were sharp in the spirit. But they were not smart enough. They, they were not smart enough to follow. Do you know that if all of them followed Elijah like that, they would all be walking in what Elisha walked in? But they didn't. So there is a breed of people that God is raising that will follow and will not be deterred by anything. They will not be deterred by anything. They will not listen to what people are saying. People that are watching from a distance will be saying, oh, are, you still, are you still following this? <laughs> are you still there? How many years now have you been in this place? Kusa, uh, are you still here? <laughs> Since Cape Town, up till now, you are still following. <laughs> huh? 11 years. You are still following. Huh? Uh, me, I have moved on. Yeah, that's what they'll say. Huh? That's what they'll say. They are watching from a distance. But they don't know the day the mantle will fall on you. You'll see. Look at it. Now, Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that. So that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Elijah had never seen this one. He has been following Elijah over the years. This was his first time of seeing this one. Elijah gets there, just takes his mantle. Poof! Said there is a new breed. <laughs> Elijah was being introduced to another manifestation that was not taught, it was not part of the curriculum of the school of the prophets. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It wasn't part of the curriculum. Now, they crossed over on dry ground. So it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, <laughs> Okay. Ask what I may do for you before I am taken away from you. Can you see? Elisha saw there's no way. There is just no way. So he says to him, ask what I may do for you before I am taken away from you. Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. I like this guy. He didn't say, I want what you have. No, no, no. I want double, double, double what you got. That's the kind of hunger he had. That's the kind of hunger he had. Why do you think he was pursuing all along? You think he was a fool? He wasn't a fool. He knew what he was looking for. Then what happens? Elijah, so he said, you have asked a hard thing. <laughs> Why? Why do you say you have asked a hard thing? Because it's not Elijah that will give it to him. Is it Elijah that got his... Did he anoint himself? No. So it's God that gave Elijah what he was walking in. Correct? So he says, you have asked a hard thing. This thing you ask is not in my power. It's a hard thing you have asked for. But what? He says, nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Ha! Now he has unlocked another principle. 
which the sons of the prophet didn't understand. Also, not part of the curriculum of the school of the prophets. It's not part of the curriculum. If they knew this principle, there would be a stampede. Everybody following Elijah. No, no, no. I must see. I must see. But no, no, no. If you see me taken, if you see me taken, there are different ways to 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 to, to explain that 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 uh, that part that passage, that verse. You see, if you see me taken. In other words, if you if you follow me close enough. To the point where God lifts me up from this dimension. You will get it. Are you getting the point? If you follow me to the point where you see God lifting me. Then it will be yours. If you, if you follow me as your father, huh? as your prophetic father or as your spiritual father or whatever, as your leader, if you follow me to the point where you see God lifting me from this level, then you, you got it. So it's not about what I have taught you. Are you getting the point? Yeah, what I have taught you can only take you thus far. It can teach you the rudiments of the prophetic ministry. It can teach you the dynamics of flowing in the Spirit. It can teach you how to hear God. It can teach you how to accurately discern and all of that. It can teach you all of that. But there is another aspect that only Elijah was told. So, Elijah, the point now, if you are Elijah, after being told that, will you even blink? No. <laughs> he said, hey, my eyes, if he's feeling sleepy, he will put it. every technology he has to stay awake. He will want to stay awake and watch. I don't want to miss that moment because he doesn't know how it is going to happen. He only knew God will take him today. What time of the day, I don't know. How, I don't know. But it's today. It's today. So, it shall be. But if you don't see that, if you don't follow close enough to a point where you can see, hey, you are changing. Something has come over you. You are not the way you used to be. If, if you cannot follow to that point, you just have the lessons. You have the notes. <laughs> Am I making sense? Yeah. You just have the notes. You have the principles. That's all. That's all. But the fire, the mantle, you can't get it. You can't get it. Then, what happens next? You see? Then it happened. As they continued on and talked. They were just talking. Walking, talking. And what? Suddenly, a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire. They're just talking. Boom! Fire! And he says, Horses, a chariot burning, coming. Hey, he has not seen this one before. In the school of the prophetic, it's not there. It's not there. I'm telling you, in the matters of the kingdom, there are things that are going to be new to you that have not yet been revealed. There are things, God, God still has a lot in his treasury Amen. that he's going to release. Amen. 
as we follow. As we follow. Hmm? So he sees the chariot appeared with horses of fire. A chariot of fire. Horses of fire. How, how do you handle that? What do you do? You are walking all of a sudden. Imagine you come to church and then you just see fire. <laughs> Yo. Hey. <laughs> Say a new breed. Yes. And what happened? They separated the two of them. This fire. Can you see? Fire brings separation. Jesus said it. I came to kindle a fire. He came to kindle a fire. So this fire comes and they're walking, probably side by side. Then the thing comes in between them. Yeah, the guy. But he's still watching. Because remember the instruction. If you will see, if you will see me being lifted, being taken. So, no matter how he falls, he's still, eyes are glued to, 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 to Elijah. He's still watching, watching. <sighs> Yo, and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. This is hectic. Where have you read about this before? Has it ever happened before? But you see, there is an Elisha company that God is raising today who will master this principle. Who will master this principle and are going to tap into powers that this land has not seen. We are praying, God, raise the Elishas of this generation. The Elishas of our time. Let them begin to emerge. But there is a template. There is a template, I'm telling you. He went up in the whirlwind. Then what happens? Look, next verse. And Elisha saw it. (laughs) That's the key. He saw it. Now, question. Was Elijah a perfect man? Did he make mistakes? Yeah. I'm sure he even had some mood swings. Because there was a time he went to the Lord, Lord, kill me now, kill me now. He was depressed. He became suicidal. A prophet of God, suicidal. The Bible says Elijah was a man of like passion. Similar nature to you and I. But yet, he was able to tap into this. So I'm sure there were times that Elijah offended Elisha. Of course. If he's a, like, a man of like passion. If he's like you, he's like I. Are there not times we've offended one another? Very well. (laughs) But that did not stop him. Yesterday morning I was talking about offense and how offense caused John the Baptist to die before his time. Yeah. Many people have missed their destiny because of offense. They don't know. So when they stand before God, they'll just realize, oh, This decision you made out of offense, this is what took you off. This is where you missed it. You lost track from this moment. I can even show you how Judas was offended. And it took him off track. Hallelujah. So, when Elisha saw it, he cried out. What did he say? My father, my father! The chariot of Israel and its horsemen. (laughs) Hey, my father, what are you going to? Oh, my God. And this chariot. So he saw him no more. 
and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into pieces. He tore. This is a sign of mourning. Tore his clothes and he's crying for his father. I'll not see Elijah anymore. I'll not see my father anymore. Then what happens? And he also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. As he, as Elijah, it's not that Elijah, Elijah threw it. It fell. God is the one that released it. Can you see? God is the one that released it. Left to Elijah, all the sons of the prophet should have had this. But it was not in Elijah's power to give. It was in God's power and authority. That's why when, they, when, when, when Mrs. Zebedee came to Jesus and she said, For my sons, I pray, let one sit on your right hand and one on your left hand. Master, in this your kingdom. And she says, he says, well, it's not for me to decide. It is not in my power to do it. It's in the hands of my father. So the father saw that Elisha has paid the price. And part of the price is following to the very end. Is keeping his eyes open and watching and seeing Elijah being lifted from one realm to the other. And as he's watching, the father drops the mantle and it falls immediately. Elijah takes it. That's the only thing he has of Elijah left. So he grabs it quickly. After all, he has torn his own clothes. <laughs> so he needed something. <laughs> Amen. The next verse. He said, Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water. Come on. Yeah. He has seen Elijah. Perform this sign and this wonder. Now he's got the mantle. He said, this is what Elijah used. Let me use it as well. He gets there. Oof, where? And he said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Where is he? Elijah is not here, but his God is here. He's not here, but his God is here. Where is the God of Elijah? Oh, my Lord. And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that. And Elisha crossed over. Hey, Elisha has been ushered into a new dimension. But look at what happens next. Come on. He crossed over. Now, when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw it, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Can you see? The same people. The same people who were talking from a distance. And saying, hey, are you following this old man? Yeah, this, guy is, he's, this guy is expired. Now we have the latest prophetic flow now. You know, and all, the, all those guys were talking and talking. But now, they thought they had mastered everything about the spirit. They thought they had mastered everything. They thought they had exhausted the, 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 the knowledge of the, the things of the Spirit because they can preach better than maybe Elijah as well. Maybe some of them are even more accurate in their prophetic word than, than Elijah. Who knows? Maybe some of them, their, prophet, their word of knowledge is more accurate. But they don't understand. There's a difference between a gift and an office. It's a big difference. Hallelujah. So because of that, now they see Elisha coming. And they see him parting the Jordan on his own. Elijah is not there. Where's the God of Elijah? And the guy walks past it. And the thing comes back together. They say, They just come, they say, you are now our master. 
we submit to you. Whatever you want us to do, just tell us. We'll do it. Did they have the same opportunity? They did. But some of them, their ambition will not allow them. The ambition will not allow them. So this new breed is a breed that is void of ambition. Void of ambition, I'm telling you. They bow to the ground before him. And I pray that we would be among that group. Amen. Yes? Are you going to be there? We want the Elisha company that will carry a double, a double portion of what Elijah carried. A double portion. When one people, God is raising a breed of people that will carry the double. And you know, if you go and count all the miracles of Elijah, and you count those of Elisha, they are exactly double. Yeah. Exactly double. The last one where his bones raised the dead made up the number. Yeah. It happened exactly. <laughs> Amazing, right? But we must follow. So this new breed is the Elisha company. Yeah. This is, this, this is an aspect of a new breed. This is not exhaustive, but there is an Elisha company that God is raising. And you are invited to join this company. <laughs> you are invited to join this company. We want to part rivers. Hmm? Imagine, you just go to Limpopo and you just, oof, and the thing opens. And then you walk past. Have you read about the, the um, Indonesian revival? Have you studied that before? My goodness. Those guys, they saw the power of God. Those guys walked on water. They experienced Bible manifestations. This was in the 60s and early 70s. We need that today. In this land, we need it. We need it. We need it. We need it. Let's just pray. Let's come on. Why don't you talk to the Lord? Lord, Lord I, want, I want to be part of this. I want to be part of this company. Mighty God. Yes. Mm. Lord, my God. Mm. Help us. Lord, my God. We want to be part of this breed that you are raising. We don't want to be like the sons of the prophet who watch from a distance. We want to be in the center of what you are doing. We want to be right in the midst. Right in the middle of it. My Lord and my God. We thank you. We thank you Lord. Yes. We want, we, we want to manifest your power. The new breed, the Elisha company, the Elisha company. We want to be part of that company. My Lord and my God, help us. Help us not to compare ourselves with the sons of the prophet. Help us not to compare our, our commitment to the commitment of the sons of the prophet. Help us not to compare, oh God, our passion to the passion of the sons of the prophet. Help us, oh God, not to compare our pursuit with that of the sons of the prophet. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. 
Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. We want to be people that will manifest your power in this land. Lord my God, whatever it will take to bring down this power, let it be released in our lives. Let it be activated in our lives, oh God. Work it. Stare it, oh God. Stare it before us. Stare it up within us. My Lord and my God. That, oh Father, we will manifest your power. And com- cause principalities to bow. Transform communities. Transform, oh God, cities, towns, villages. We will transform them by your power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory, praise, and honor. Thank you, Lord. Let none of us miss it. Father, I pray, let us not miss it. Let us not miss it. The sons of the prophet were more in terms of number. But Elisha was the only one. That we will tap into this same spirit. That we will tap into this same spirit. I pray, oh God. I pray, oh God. That you will help us not to miss it. Help us not to miss it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you praise. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I know that it is God's desire for you to be part of this company. And you are not here by accident. You're not here by accident. This is a divine selection. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. (laughs) We've come to the end. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.